Hello. Hello. Ah, welcome. Cats. Welcome to my little domain. <laughs> What's that? What do you want to do? <laughs> I'd like to do a podcast, please. Oh. Can we? Can we, please, sir? Can we? Can we do a podcast? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> we should probably do our own voices. Just for the name check, if anything oh, yeah. else. Okay. Hello. Hello. And welcome. Oh, you're doing it, are you? Well, no, I, I thought this time we could do it like alternate sentences. <laughs> oh, oh, all right then, after you. Or even words. Even Let's try that. Go on, then. Okay, Go on, do it. do it. Do it. Do it. Hello. Hello. Oh. No, no, you say and. And. Welcome. To. The. Rangum. And. Fucking Godzilla. Podcast. Hey. <laughs> Yay. My it's name is Robert Ringham. And right here with me in the, uh, well, I was going to say the studio, but we'll come to that in a minute. Right here yeah. next to me is Mr. Daniel James Godson. Hey. Hello, hello, hello. It's lovely to be back, isn't it? It is lovely to be back. Yeah. But uh, we're not really back, are we? This is different. No, the podcastry is... Uh, the podcastry is burnt to an ember. I don't think we, we said before, but the, uh, the <laughs> podcastry was in Haiti. <laughs> That's right. Um, it got crumbled. It got crumbled. It got slightly damaged. Yeah. Um, in Haiti, but uh, so now we're broadcasting live from my mom and dad's kitchen. <laughs> Way. Um, and uh, later on, we'll be playing a game of What's in the Fridge. Yes. As was suggested right. by one of our listeners, we're going to play What's in the Fridge. Well, I'm literally going to open the fridge and tell you what's in it. It's um, it's exciting. I mean, it's quite cold, so I'm worried about us opening the fridge because it will get cold. It's cold in here anyway. Even though we have a fire on and we put the hob burners on. Yeah, I know. It's just... Um... You know, it was a kind of a vintage warming way. <laughs> well... We can find other ways to keep warm, Dan. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> You're a single man now, Dan. See, that's the thing. You see, Dan. Uh, Rob. What? I told you about. <laughs> you don't this. want to talk about this. Well, it's, it's kind of all a bit tragic, really. <laughs> it is tragic, but it's also very funny. It's, so we'll, uh, it's, it's, it's the end of a, it's the end of an era. Daniel split up with his girlfriend recently, uh, this morning, actually, <laughs> and uh, we promised not to uh, use well, this for material no, today. We didn't promise, you promised. I promised, I, I gave need, you my I word. I didn't need to promise. But there's something you forgot, Dan. What? The ring and word isn't worth the paper it's written on. No, it's not, so worth, it's not worth the... Today we're going to talk all about worth. it. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think you should... I think you should keep your mouth shut, because I don't want to get, get the rage... <laughs> You've seen the rage before. You I've know seen your rage. It's very, very funny. It's not funny. It's very funny. So, we'll, oh, it's very funny. So, we'll do lots, oh. <laughs> lots of that today. Lots of damn baiting and lots of raging. I think. Can we, can we leave it kind of on the back burner? We'll leave it on the back like burner. Can we leave it away and we'll talk about another? The real issue today is, I think Dan has come here to to my house instead of the podcastery because he wants to treat me as a kind of rebound. Basically, I think that's the main thing. So. I'm watching my I th- bottom. I think, we, I think you've taken this all the wrong way. <laughs> We've, um, we have done kind of some nice things together. What, me, me and yourself? Yeah. Yeah, we have. I'd say they were nice, in a way, we, mediocre. Uh, well, I, I, for the first time, although Robert is, uh, is many times... Uh, we, 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 see we, a seasoned uh, veteran. Of, uh, of, of the um, a casino. We in, partook in the casino. Yeah, my first casino. We didn't gamble, though, did we, today? That was that was so. It wasn't really a sincere uh, casino. I didn't think I really wanted to. No, it's a bit sleazy, isn't it? Yeah, there were there were very sleazy people there. <laughs> there were there were surprisingly more ladies than uh, than I expected. Indeed, um, they they are putting feminism back about twenty years though. These these ladies <laughs> who go to the Dudley Casino, they kind of stand around, sort of watching their boys uh, spending all of their savings and income, yeah. and they're just standing around looking blonde and going. It's like a James Bond, isn't it? But it's not except, because except with sovereign rings and you've got and sovereigns and, and, and gel in your hair. <laughs> you never... it, it just makes it look wet and as if you kind of like living in an anti gravity universe. <laughs> That's all it is. That's it right. Silly. It's like they're going, oh, oh, I mustn't let my hair go and get, go with gravity. It's like they're trying to defy physics. That's what they're trying to do. Fuck Ooh, that. Actually, thinking about it, maybe they're deeper than we think. Think? Yeah. Robert, <laughs> for those who can't see... For those who can't see, basically everyone except for me and Dan. Yes. Um, Rob's he's got a comb, which is uh, I've brought along with me in, in a sort of travelling... Um, travelling capacity. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, he's, he's using it as a little Hitler moustache. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I mean. um, like a, a comedian we're often referenced to. <laughs> 
I think uh, I think it's good. I think he's. Got, let's see what we've got in Dan's little uh, portable travelling kit here. Well, he's got a, chi- a tiny toothbrush for his tiny teeth. It's a teeth. toothbrush which uh, sort of houses itself in its base, hey. which is lovely. Which kind There's of stops any germs getting. Some scissors for nail clipping scissors and nostril clipping. Yeah, you could use them for cutting I'll, tiny paper. I'd say you could use them for cutting your nostril hair. Looks like you have got a paintbrush shoved up each nostril. <laughs> got a, a nail clipper, which I can demonstrate right now by clipping my nails because. I look like um, Edward Scissorhands. Can you hear this? Ow! <laughs> fuck! That was really loud. <laughs> We've got the, the Hitler moustache toothbrush there, and uh, unusually for the 21st century, a shoehorn. Now, uh, have you ever used a shoehorn? Have you ever found you know need what? for such a contraption? I used a shoehorn. I uh, used a shoehorn in 1997, and it, I'm not going to lie to you, Rob, it was a little bit tight. I was so. on. I was older than that. And, um, <laughs> I think, actually, it was around the millennium time. <laughs> I remember the fear was around. The fear, the fear. The fear of... Not getting oh, the shoe off. The fear of the bug. I remember the fear of not getting the shoe off. It was... Uh, you know, for our international listeners, you, you probably don't know about this, but in England there was a, a manic paranoia. It was sort of a 28 days later style paranoia. The streets of London were empty, except for pigeons and just yeah. a few chip papers lying around. Basically, everyone stayed in there to this innate fear where they couldn't get their shoe off. And that's how the shoehorn was invented. The government government put them out. All news agents were giving them out free in bundles. And um, you'll be relieved to hear we managed to get our shoes off. We did. My granddad wouldn't go near a pair of shoes. He wouldn't. He wouldn't uh, even even look at a pair of shoes. I said. I said slippers will be fine. I said, don't worry. They haven't even got backs. But, but he didn't, he's, didn't he's, even want to take. I the don't risk. think. Yeah, I think he was being sensible. I think. Um, I think very much like the Millennium Bug, you had to be prepared. <laughs> Even though the outcome was 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 um, a few a few really. um, cans of beef were uh, the, expired. Actually, was there anything that happened with the Millennium Bug? I believe Mark, it, Mark Suspense has lost a few tins of corned beef. Like the, the system right. reckoned it, these tins of corned beef were a hundred years old, they just, and they expired them, or a thousand years old even. Did they just vanish? What happened <laughs> to them? The Millennium Bug was bizarre, wasn't it? I remember. Um, uh, I was doing uh, IT at college in, Ooh, ni- in 1999, and, and I remember just saying to my IT teacher, who the IT teachers in those days as well, they'd kind of come from industry, so they thought yeah. IT was all about mechanics. They thought a computer was good for controlling like a robot arm to make things with. Yeah. They didn't know about the information or a futuristic uh, revolution. Yeah, they didn't know that everything was going to be yeah. soft. It was going to be about information. So. He, he was terrified of the Millennium Bug. He thought, you know, missiles were going to be launched and stuff. <laughs> and I just said, come on, it seems a bit unlikely. Why don't you put the clock forward on your computer to the year 2000 and see what happens? Because I'd done that and nothing happens. And he went, what's that you're wearing there on your wrist? And I was wearing a digital watch because it was 1999. Right. And he went, you're going to survive for the Millennium Bug? I went... That's the point. Don't want watch to explode, do I? So he'd sort of forgotten all about the missiles that could be launched. And his way of putting the fear into me was, what about that on your wrist? <laughs> well, maybe he was just trying to teach you a lesson about about, um, about digital watches. About respecting your elders, I think, really. He was well, questioning his wisdom. I think those elders would tell you not to wear digital watches. <laughs> I, think, I think if you go with something wind-up, you'll never need to replace a battery. That's true. They're the best. We're okay. against digital here at the Ringham and Godshill podcast. We, we love, um... What's this format we're broadcasting in again, Dan? Oh, yeah, digital podcast. Can you not hear the hiss of the tape? <laughs> 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 that's it, if that's not authentic. I don't know what it is. Oh, that was a, a, a tape burp you heard there. <laughs> a little artefact that sometimes comes from when the tape turns itself back to front to record further. Indeed, a, a tape burp. Yes, it's common to all uh, analog practitioners out there. In the, did, what did you do for the millennium? Uh, it's, it's actually been ten years on it. Uh, I, th- I stayed in actually. I was here with my parents. Oh. Yeah, was, I don't know why because I remember clearly my girlfriend phoning and she was at a party and I was like, "Oh, happy millennium!" And she spoke to my parents and stuff. I don't remember why I wasn't out with her. I no no idea. I stayed in and watched the hoot nanny. I think. Yeah, that's a matter I think I might have been scared about the aforementioned Millennium Bug, ah. the planes falling out of the air. Because as everybody knows, if you stay with your parents, it can't happen. <laughs> you know what? About the missiles, though, I think, I think some cities, maybe, maybe, it wouldn't have been too bad. You know, <laughs> I think, I think in, a, in a sort of watchman-style way, it could have helped unite us all, really. 
if we just got rid of the shit cities and the rest of us came together. But I tried to think of a way to get certain people <clears throat> into those cities and then certain people out. Very much like um, perhaps a Wolverhampton Wonders football game. <laughs> if, if you perhaps locked up all the doors <laughs> okay. and, um, and let, 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 let kind of like put a roof over and let some wild bees off in there, oh, maybe. Oh, he is the new Hitler, folks. Um, we knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, we should probably explain. Me and Dan were in Wolverhampton today. And we had the misfortune of being there on match day. Yeah. But unusually, it was it was a draw. We overheard a guy in the pub saying, what's the score? And somebody said, oh, it was two all. And we thought, well, what are we supposed to expect now? They're going to come in and, you know, rip all the chairs out just because... I mean, what is that? It's like, is it a draw? Is it is it worth celebrating? Is it worth lamenting? We didn't understand. But we were in such a poncy pub that I know but none of the Wolves fans came in anyway. Not, it was like being in... Would it be inside a goldfish bowl or outside? Oh, outside one, I'd say. Yeah, because like they were walking past the windows and we were yeah. tapping on them. And yeah. they came up to our fingers and went, Ooh, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> Oh, look at the colours and the shapes. And uh, But they uh, they went scum. past. Scum. Scum. Subhuman scum. Morlocks. Knuckle-dragging yeah. Morlocks. You know what? I think enough of the negativity. I think so, too. Let's, do, let's talk about something nice. What's Have nice? you got a nice cup of tea? Oh, mm. I I've got some nice cup of tea. Ah, mm. oh, that's nice. Mm, yum, yum. Oh. Nice cup of tea. How's yours? Lovely. Is it good? Mm, interesting. Mm. Mm. Ah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm, this is good radio. Oh. Mm. 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 I've never drunk such tea. Is it is it liquid ambrosia? It's good. Mm. You like that, do you? It's like a Sunday dinner. I think I think my tea is better than yours. I, I think, think listen to the satisfaction. Mine's not really pleasant at all. <laughs> Don't know about yours. They're going to make mine again. I may have another one. <laughs> I think this is probably officially the most burps on any podcast to have done so far. Yeah, have you have you counted any? Uh, I think usually we do one or two, but because I've done five or six on this one, I'm assuming it's the greatest quantity of burps. That's brilliant. <laughs> Maybe there's a record in there. Ooh, oh, and bottom burps. Bottom, bottom burps. It's like with a man. <sighs> this is a very immature podcast. It's, it is. What are you talking about today? Um... What do you mean? Fuck generally? Uh, generally, what are we... Uh, what's All today's the different theme? things we talked about. Oh, I quite like... I, 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 I Hello, Dan. What's happened to you this week? That's how we normally start. I mean, yeah. 12 minutes in. What has happened to me this week? Well, apart from the obvious, the, the aforementioned... It's not obvious, it's not well, obvious it's... to our listeners, is it? They, they don't know. Well, well, Some of our listeners are in Scotland and uh, Montreal and uh, California and... Uh, Haiti, uh, they don't know about what's happening to you in Stourbridge. Oh, or not in Stourbridge. Not in Stourbridge anymore. Why aren't you in Stourbridge anymore, Dan? Why have you had to uh, leave your house forever? What is that? <laughs> I am essentially homeless, aren't I? You're essentially homeless. I don't have anywhere to live. You're like the man from Up in the oh, Air. You're oh, like George yeah. Clooney from Up in the Air. Yeah, I'd like to see that still. I still haven't. It's fucking good. It's good. We should do a film review. Get that's that's my capsule review. To basically get off this podcast subject. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dan was dumped this week. I wasn't dumped. No, I know it was a mutually exclu- exclusive. Uh, yeah, usually that doesn't apply. I usually don't believe people when they say that. When they say, no. when they say, I think, no, you got dumped. This like is, a, I've got to say, podcast listeners, this bin. has been the most mutual, the most um, what's the word, amiable breakup I've ever seen. It's absolutely incredible. If these guys do uh, stay friends, you know, I could believe that. I could see that happening. Do you think it's like if Adam and Joe perhaps decided they didn't want to do the show anymore? (laughs) (laughs) What? If Adam and Joe decided they didn't want to do the show anymore? Yeah, and maybe one of them wanted... That's never going to happen. They're going to go on forever. Forever. Yeah, but what if one of them did say that? Forever. Okay. Forever. Forever. (laughs) How how would... have, have Have you ever dumped anyone? Dumped on somebody. You on, dumped on, on, on a glass coffee table. That, oh. No, I've never dumped on anybody. I don't think I've ever dumped anybody either, I don't think. Really? I don't think so. I might have been dumped a couple of times. 
to a taller place up, obviously, if you flew into a fury and uh, smashed the place up, murdered a few babies. Uh, about it, really. Minimal damage. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, bless him. Well, right. This, right. This, this whole thing about, about the Wolverhampton people. You said you had a good story to tell today. You said, I've got, I've got a good story to tell, Pete. And I said, don't call me Pete. Uh, but you, what was it? You, well, yeah, yeah. I had a number of stories. It's been a whole new experience that, living in the village. That, there was one man. That, there was one that, man. There was, I went. I went to um, a, a public house, um, oh. and I was sat playing. I was. Uh, I was playing. Um, what's the game where you have to make twenty one? Twenty one. I think it's called. No. Uh, pontoon. Pontoon. I was playing pontoon. And um, I overheard a man in the background um, talking with his male friends. What was he saying? Pub conversation, pub conversation. Was that basically well, it was the... a lot of that? But then he said a sentence which, uh... some, for some reason, the, the whole of the rest of the pub went really quiet, um, and it, it, it humoured me somewhat. It um, always happens, doesn't it? It always goes quiet, just as you're saying the word scrotal sack. You know, and everybody, <laughs> there's nothing else happening in the room. Well, his sentence was, I don't get Can I guess? 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 Okay. Was it, I'm not racist, but all black and Chinese and Asian people should be killed? No, it wasn't. No. It, it wasn't racist. Was it, I don't care what you say, the best kind of cardboard is corrugated. No, I don't care for it. You're playing cardboard. I'm corrugated. Was it that? Was that it? No. Was it... Spaghetti. <laughs> was it that? <laughs> no. I can't imagine what it could have been. Well, though. it's going to sound pitiful now. <laughs> Whatever I say is going to sound like a pitiful, <laughs> pitiful sentence. Please tell me, what did he say? Well, he said... Was know, it... <laughs> okay, sorry, what was his story? Right, can I say now? <laughs> Please do. Right, it's what was again, it? Again, I'm regretting <laughs> starting it. What? I'm regretting starting it. What was it? Right, he said... Was it? No, no, go on. Well, right. Not really. No, 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 go on. What was it? I think you started off with lads. What was it? To gain, get attention from the rest of the group. Lads. Lads. I don't get... Well, you, did, you didn't speak in that voice. You just it's all right. Do another voice. So do do um, a different one for a change. Um, which... Give me... Oh, hoi, oh no, 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 no. Okay, no, I'll just do it in my, uh, do it in my voice. Do it in your voice. But it wasn't me. But listeners at home... Just know it wasn't just, me. D- just divorce yourselves of... You know, we're not in the studio anymore, yeah. we're in a pub, and Danny's overhearing a man say this. Right. I don't get how snow falls. <laughs> how really? it falls? Did you go I, over and say, excuse me, I'd just like to introduce the concept of gravity? I didn't understand, I didn't hear the beginning of kind of <laughs> what he was talking about, and I didn't hear what he kind of said afterwards. But that just... I maybe, really... maybe because you didn't hear what happened afterwards. Maybe you didn't finish the sentence. Maybe he says, maybe he had a friend called Snow Falls. And uh, he said, I don't understand how Snow Falls gets so many lady friends. Or something like that. That's a point. That is it a is point. a point. So what else is a point? This. Ow! Sorry. <laughs> didn't mean to poke you there. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know whether he was kind of really deep or whether he was just an idiot. <laughs> really? Oh, I don't get, man. It's how snow it, it falls. Got, it got me thinking really kind of quite hard. I mean, when you really think about it and you think... Please don't say how does snow fall. No, but it depends. Like, like it, yeah, the, the kind of... Was he actually... Did he mean... Uh, how does it form to begin with? He said how does snow fall. Chemical? His question yeah. was presumably, how does a small object does fall from the clouds from... to the earth? Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe maybe he was re- maybe his phrasing wasn't quite up to scratch. Maybe maybe he wants to know how snow happens. Either way, I was very close to this man, and I I started laughing. <laughs> I got into hysterics. Did he turn around and he went? Yeah, what are you laughing at? No. Well, I just put my head in my hands. Literally. Oh, the man in a pub. What are you laughing Literally. at? You know what I've done? I've done over the last few months. I've done I've done two things. Which literally I, two I thought, things in the last two months. Yes. Just two things. No, I've done other things. You breathed and your heart continued to beat. Was that the main two things? Don't make my life sound really <laughs> It's not. It's exciting. It's as exciting as... What? Sorry, I was just uh, drinking my tea there. What were you... Uh... <laughs> well, right. Well, 
are the two things? Well, what are the two things I've done? Yeah. Well, one, I, I, I thought these were two things which I thought only kind of people in comedies did or, or in, um, in, in, in movie shows or things like that. Did you use the phrase, what must you think of me? Because they only do use that phrase in EastEnders. No, I don't. Did you leave to. half a pint when finished on the bar before no. you left? No. Who was that on Corrie? I would never. I'm never, quite, ever. Quite, no, me neither. I'd, ever. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of ask for a plastic glass, if anything, <laughs> and I'd take it home with me. Just drink it all um, up in one. Some plastic glass and some uh, cling film. It would take a serious disaster, wouldn't it, to leave the pub with half a pint left in. Sometimes they've just ordered it. That was part of their dialogue. I'll have a pint of Guinness, please, bet. Then they serve it, they have a little drink, and someone goes, you slag. And then they, they leave straight away with just like a tiny sip taken off the top. I think it's because the camera cuts off before they walk back in the room, ah. pick up their pint. And they say, it's no, it. no falls in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we broke a bottle of wine, didn't we? Today? Oh, yeah. We, we were driving bro- around Wolverhampton today, uh, as twats like us do. And um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, for some reason, there was a lot of bottles of wine <laughs> in the boot. A box of wine. And I, when we came back, we opened the boot to get one out, and then just fell out, fell out onto the floor. <laughs> Crash! That was a um, <laughs> disaster. What was the onomatopoeic kind of name for like a like a smash bottle? It would be a smash, as you just said. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. A smash is an onomatopoeic word. Smash. Yeah, just no. smash. You don't have to make the sound effect. Really? Yeah. You have to go. No, I, you have no. to go. For dripping no, water, let's I... go drip, drip, drip. That's the onomatopoeia. That's a word. Oh, yeah. I get boing, you see. Boing's boing. Brilliant. Boing's boing, a good example, boing. yeah. It sounds just like the noise it makes. Boing, boing, smash. baggies, baggies. That's what we didn't say today in the faces of those Wolves fans. No, it would have been... Uh, I nearly did. Beaten to a pulp. I know, but there's part of me that goes, go on, do it. It'd be really funny. It'd be really funny if you got beaten to a pulp. Yeah, I get situation Tourette's. Yeah, really that's it. Badly. My worst was when we went to uh, was it uh, we, we, we were a couple of weeks ago maybe now we, we went into uh, we went to to um, we went to visit the Tate Modern again to look at the uh, to walk in a big black box. We did, yeah, which, <laughs> brilliant. No, it was a good. It was as black boxes go. It's this the best a, I've seen. A stunner. I've uh, I've not seen one as big, no, or as black, or as capacious. Or as a rambunctious. There wasn't no. a rambunctious and one. There's even a ramp, so you get a bit of excitement. It's wheelchair going, accessible. Kind of, and a bit of exercise going. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is wheelchair, we, we, wheelchair accessible. There is um, there's a sort of a gap at the bottom oh. that you can kind of get your wheels up. The controversial gap. And also, coming back down, you, they don't have brakes, do they, wheelchairs? <laughs> I think they do. Really? I think so, yeah. Really? I think so. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to look that up. I'll Wikipedia it later. You should. You bloody should. Well, we went there and uh, we got in a lift and they were just full of people. And there, were, it was, there were children in there and adults and old people. Like every kind of different person from every different age. What you should do is pull over on your bike one day and say to somebody, would you like a lift? And they go, oh, that'd be lovely, thanks. And you go, you're quite good looking. And then carry on. <laughs> it's a lift. An emotional lift. Oh, forget it. <laughs> I didn't get that. But you no. know what? You're never coming to one of my gigs. You'll sit down the front row going, really? <laughs> Every punch line. <laughs> really? Oh, that's quite an interesting fact. Or, uh, oh, did, that, did that really happen? Yeah, it's because some, there's some things that people may may find funny. I, I kind of just believe. <laughs> or, um, or, or, or wish to believe. Like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, um, and I just when I get in a lift or something like that, I just want to scream. Why? Are you claustrophobic? No, not screaming. I kind of not because ah! I'm scared. I just want to scream because it would be the most inappropriate thing to do. Oh, you mean when or there's just, other people? Or there. just drop my trousers. See, that's that's the fine line between being a normal person and being mentally ill. Yeah, I think. Not that I want to suggest you're anything of the sort. No, but you must get the same. It's it's like when you stand you stand in the in the tube station and you just want to. You just think, what would happen if I just jumped on the railings now? <laughs> You'd die. You'd get run over by a train or, and you would die. Why didn't, or why didn't I run to the other side? So you wouldn't die, but it, there'd be risk involved. You might not get over the other side. If you just jumped onto the tracks and then jumped up onto the other side? Yeah. yeah. You just want to do it. People just look at you like you're a complete gonk. <laughs> well, no, but I think first to think you were going to try and kill yourself. Yeah, cause, well, I don't know. People are very paranoid these days, aren't they? And they sort of worry about, Experiment. you know, terrorism and yeah, things. I'm and they those. Quite, see, that's the thing. I don't know if things like Trigger Happy TV, you know, hidden cameras, I don't think you could get away with it anymore because people would be afraid, wouldn't they? Yeah, I get afraid of um, 
Anyone you know, they, they closed briefcase. down a whole... Uh, was it one of the airports I read recently? A guy went down the up escalator. Oh. And they panicked and closed the whole airport. And like, all the planes were delayed by if that you're three mad hours. enough to do that... You might be a terrorist. Yeah. No, I've been down an up escalator. Have you not? You know what? I did it in a if, Virgin Mega If it store. was my world, um, if you did that, death. What? <laughs> Corporal punishment. Don't do it. Oh, God. It, not only does it get you nowhere, <laughs> it just irritates people. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like either not standing to the right-hand side when you're going up an escalator, or just if it's kind of too oh. narrow... Not Stop, walking. Don't be such a miser. Escalators. It's just a killjoy. It's just a bit of fun. Escalators are not there so you can <laughs> be lazy. The right? rules are not there to be flouted. Escalators are, you... are not there so you can be lazy and just stand there and let it do it for you. The right. idea is they get you up there quicker oh. to move the traffic along. Oh, shut up. Shut up, honestly. Oh. What are you talking about? There are, there are. You're such a grumpy old bastard. What's wrong with getting on an escalator the wrong way? It's just fun. Do it, do it. This is your homework. Uh, By the next podcast, and I mean the next one, so we're going to record two tonight, you've got to pop out. There's no, I don't know where the Find an escalator. escalator. Probably in, in... Mary Hill Centre. Go there. It's closed. Break in. I'm not breaking in. Turn on the escalators. I'm not turning them on. Not this time of night, anyway. <laughs> just, for, just, just for me. They'll all go up on. it the wrong way. I don't want to go I up demand it. Way, you've yeah. got five minutes. Go. No, you don't have to. <laughs> Just you. kidding. No, but you shouldn't do this. You were going to do it as well. He was going to go, he was going to leave here, drive about 10 miles up the road, break illegally, in, turn it illegally off. Illegally. Illegally, well. because he's, he's had some caffeine. And uh, he was going to commit some crimes and hope he was going to go back in five minutes. I'll tell you that, I don't think you'd have got there in five minutes. No, I'd have probably not got it, because I don't really know where the key is. Know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put a bag over his head to get him here, put him in the boot with all that wine. And uh, drove him over here. Because <laughs> he's a top secret podcasting location. Yes. Do you think, right, again... 133 Sedgley Road would set in Dudley West Midlands. Oh. <laughs> was that really your It's not really the address. Oh. You idiots. Uh-huh. Who out there I, thought I, that was it? Uh, I, uh, I was going to say, I dare you to give out your mobile phone number. Oh seven eight double oh seven two seven zero four three. That's really it as well. Really? Because it's always turned off. I don't care. Just phone me. Uh, I don't give a shit. exciting. <laughs> Maybe you could leave messages and then... One yes! When do, you, when, do you, when do you do? Yes! Okay. Podcast listeners, send me a message. Phone in and go, hello, I'm a podcast listener... And I'm very reserved, and I'd like to complain about all 12 of your podcasts so far. I just didn't think they were rude. I just thought they were criminally shit. Goodbye. Something like that, you know? Is this our 12th then? Number 12, yeah. Oh, like a dozen. Like a dozen. <laughs> One dozen A podcasts. bit like a dozen. No, it is, isn't it? It is exactly, it is exactly a dozen. A baker's... The next one will be a baker's dozen. A baker's dozen is 13. Why is that? Because baker's... Uh, used to be uh, the most respected members of the community because they were the only ones who had access to the yeast. <laughs> and they would... Uh, <laughs> I'm making this up. <laughs> and they'd uh, privilege the bakers. So whenever a baker went into a pub and said, I'd like uh, 12 pints of beer, please, the pub landlord would go, all right, no problem, wink, wink, and he'd give him 13 pints. Uh, in fact, what he'd do would be he'd, he'd give them one pint, but it's a special baker's glass, and it's one twelfth taller than any <laughs> of the other pint glasses. So he gets a pint and a tiny bit. Um, he, he just goes in and he just points to his baker's hat, which he always wears, and he goes, uh, this is me demanding my baker's dozen of anything. That's you what know happened. What? Frankly, I think... That's a lot of shit. Well, partly... <laughs> But also, I think I wouldn't like it. If you're a baker. If I ordered 12 donuts and I get given 13. Why wouldn't you like it? That's extra bon- that's well, bonus no, donut. I, I just think that's a donut I'm going to have to throw away. But you know, just, just, just... I ordered 12 for... If, if I wanted 12... You know what you are? You're Derek Gray. I'm not Derek Gray. Oh, but... any more than 12 would be superfluous. But if I, went, if I went in and I said I'll have 11 donuts and I knew he was going to give me an extra one, that's great. But I knew I, the, the truth true. is I, I I only want twelve. That's true. I've only got twelve friends who will want one Where donut. Where do you think each. the phrase comes from? In all seriousness, do you think maybe people used to go in and the baker would be kind to them, give them an extra one? Yeah, maybe it's trying to say bakers are kind. But in uh, as far as bakers I guess, aren't kind, are they? They're cunts. Every single one. Are. If you're a baker, 
turn it off. I don't, I don't want you listening to our podcast. Mm. I think it's partly because the smell of bread, Ooh, freshly cooked lovely. bread, is brilliant. Delicious. And they get that all the time. They but do. They never get the payoff. They've eaten the bread. Well, they do. Sure they, they get do. bored of that. They get ah. bored of the taste. So they, they still have the kind of urge. Have you ever noticed that whatever job you work in, you kind of, you're susceptible to its charms? So if you work in a record shop, before you know it, you'll have a really big record collection at home because you're seeing records yeah, all day and you'll go, oh, look at the records. I've got to have some of these. You think bakers have lots of bread? I think they do. I think they just have houses full of rotting, mouldering bread Maybe products. they built their houses out of bread. They do, yeah, out of... Um, ginger. Ginger? Is that... <laughs> bakers use ginger? They build it out of, um, you know, rolls, don't they? Uh, yeah, they could use baguettes as, um, as kind of the, 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 um, the sort of... The, the foundation yeah, stones. Yeah, like... Um, Actually, they, you know actually, what they do? No, they don't no, do any of this. They don't. <laughs> What's your idea? Just normal loaves, them square loaves. Have you seen Rubbish. Those? Guess what my idea is? What? They bake a cottage loaf. <laughs> <laughs> and live in it. Oh. That's quite Fuck good. off, it's good. <laughs> that is good. And then they just use one of their bread knives to cut a hole in the door. Yeah. And then they, they go. You don't even need to do that, just bake a hole in it. Just bake a hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant put down. Bake a hole in it, twat. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just bake a hole in it? That's what I'd like to say to those um, Wolverhampton um, football people. Yeah. Bake a hole in it, you lot. Lot. You bits of you bit of a one. What have you been doing with your time? Watching <laughs> people kick a ball around. <laughs> That's rubbish. <laughs> no. Could you do it in that voice? Are they, are they, they're, right. Okay, can you explain to me the class system? Yes. Do you know how it works? Because, like, frankly, I don't know where I belong. I don't know where other people belong. Mm. I th- well, I think most people belong kind of in a, in a dustbin. <laughs> that's because you hate all people, though, not because not, you hate any one class. Yes, that's not a class. So that doesn't count, that theory. Okay. So, okay. So the, I think we can start on the easy one, the upper <laughs> class. Yeah. They're sort of the horse riding, uh, like the aristocracy, aren't they? These days, the, right. the upper class are nothing but a privileged few. The upper, mm, the upper class, I suppose, you've got the monarchy. Mm-hmm. They're obviously upper class. And then maybe... It's really tough, isn't it? Because it's not about money anymore. Because money's quite easy to make now. Mm. You know, what, what happens? You're a millionaire. You don't suddenly become upper it's, class. It's, it's like heritage, isn't it? It's like you, your family bloodline and, and yeah. property as well. You could Because some people, I think, live in like, huge mansions that they can't afford to run. I think it does depend on what your parents do. Yeah. So if me and you, if we made, you know, a million each and... Um, you know, our lifestyles were were dovetail with our idea about what yeah. the upper class is. So we played polo and drank champagne for breakfast and farted on each other and laughed and uh, masturbated all day to pictures of dying people in the Holocaust. We would... Um, that would make us upper class because our parents are already middle class. They're teachers and... Uh, um, Astronauts. Uh, prostitutes. So, um, we, uh, we that doesn't make us upper class. It's about breeding, isn't it? It's blue that blood. That is very blue true. Blood. That is very blue true. Blue blood versus so, blue collar. That's upper class out the way. My collar's so blue. It's let's drop down to middle scrub. class. Eh? Well, let's drop down to middle class. Let's, why don't we do that? I'm dropping. Actually, middle class is quite a big one, isn't it? I, yeah, I well, the thing is... Well, this is a very topical conversation because Gordon Brown suggested recently that we're all middle class now. He, his argument was there's no underclass anymore. Oh, there we're is. all middle class. Hang on, we'll come oh, to this. Sorry. But there's, there's uh, one, one of his people now are using um, the class war, basically, as their club to beat the Conservative Party together with. Their argument is the Conservative Party are toffs. They don't know what they're doing. We're there for the underprivileged. But... You know, Gordon Brown has already said there's no other privilege. We're all middle class, so it doesn't even make sense. It's so, weird. Uh, so you believe in an underclass? You know what? Given the choice, I know you shouldn't whittle the, uh, the parties down You shouldn't whittle way, the parties down. If Labour keep going the way they're going... I'm whittling my parties th- down they, as we speak. They're going to be the man with paint on his jeans all the time. Well, that's the theory. And I don't want that. But the, the thing I is... I vote for the man with the top There's hat. no such thing as a Labour Party now, because Labour means work. They're the working men's party. But there's no Labour Party now. It's the new Labour Party. It's, like, mm. rebranded. Yeah. And, unfortunately, new Labour is just, you know, ridiculous number of steps close to the Tory government. We, we, the Tory party, we don't... You know, they're useless. There's no working man's party anymore. All the ones that are out there, you know, socialist parties and things, they've got no chance of ever becoming, you know, government. It's awful. 
So I used to vote Scottish National Party when I was in Scotland, and that was a way of getting a different government in. But we can't do that in England, there's no... There's the British National Party, that's a different thing altogether. (laughs) That's that's the the Cro-Magnon Party. (laughs) We don't vote for them. So so are you voting for... When when the next general election comes round? You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil my vote. Is what oh, I'm you I'm rascal. I'm in a right bleeding Mardi. That's what <laughs> I am. I've spoiled my ballot in the past. I've, yeah. I've written totties on my ballot I'm and no, um, crossed it out and wiped my bum on it and I, put it yeah, in. I was thinking about um, rolling it up and smoking it. <laughs> putting it up your bum hole. And then, um, yeah, and then just popping it back Ra- in Raping the box. it. Raping your ballot. <laughs> if you rape your ballot, you won't like that. Maybe that could be the name of your new party. Rave the ballot party. Yeah. <laughs> 400 votes. <laughs> well, okay. So I think we should... I think the middle class is a bit... Actually, it's just... It's basically people who aren't violent. It's basically people who've kind of opened their cranium with a tin opener and yeah. just scooped the brains out. Yeah. And fucked it and put it back in. Because they're complete blainless, brainless, sort of, you know, nothing affluence. Yeah. St- Maybe... Oh. This might this might sum us up quite your, well. Your, your ex girlfriend called me affluent once because she thought affluent meant you got a lot of money. But it doesn't really it just mean you're a sort of brainless moron in a semi-detached house. Mm. <laughs> and I'm not that honest. I haven't got a house. No, we're both homeless. <laughs> we're both homeless. Brilliant. We are both technically homeless now. Yeah. Excellent. How about that? We've got a chance to turn things around now. We could be location independent, you know, professionals jetting around. Spending our rent on flights instead. Hey, that's, yeah, the, that's yeah. the life, isn't it? That sounds like fun. A, a diet of in-flight meals and nuts. I think I've figured out the uh, what, what separates the middle class from the working class. Is it? Uh, I know what it is. Oh. Two words. Pork scratchings. No, because I quite <laughs> enjoy a pork scratching. Oh, dear. Do you like pork in a scratching? Porking and scratching. No, I like... I think, I think the occasional... I think a, a local... Local. You, you, you go to a nice little pub with a roaring fireplace and drink a nice local ale and, just and have a couple of pork scratchings. Poke There's your eyes nice out on a spike. It's lovely. I don't want to poke my eyes out on a spike. All right, okay. They don't do you spikes. You don't have to do that. It's just a little no, but, bonus incentive. But I think it is reading for pleasure. What <laughs> about that? Let me put that on the table. Ah, lovely. Eh? What do you think of that? Reading for pleasure? Yeah. Mm. I think that almost separates the classes. I don't know. See, my dad's very middle class, but he reads the Daily Mail, and that's the direct opposite of reading for pleasure. He reads to sort of, you know, make, that's, you know, to, to stimulate hate in, inside not, himself. Yeah, but that's not for pleasure, surely. I think it is. I think he enjoys, oh. you know, hating on the gypsies and stuff. I think that's his hobby. What do you think? Does that's what it says at the bottom of my dad's CV. It says hobbies, classical music, and hating on the gypsies. <laughs> that's what it says. So, Dad, you can't put that on there. And now he's working for the Birmingham Midshires. So. Uh, Joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what is it then? Put something forward. I want to know. Um, I was going to say uh, maybe hating on the gypsies is the thing. But uh, technically, Dan, you and I being homeless are gypsies now. Yeah. So, uh, I don't hate me. No, I don't hate me either. I, like I hate it. you, but uh, no, I don't hate you. Right. I'm hoping we can get it on I'm later. I'm delicate at the moment. I'm hoping we can get it on later. I'm like a little... Um... <laughs> little what? <laughs> Womble? A delicate little... Um, like gunpowder, I guess. You like gunpowder? Like gun just one spark could set you off. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> one spark, and you could just set and also, the whole I'm house and go old-fashioned, I'd say. You're very old-fashioned. I am a bit old-fashioned. Wearing olive, olive green corduroys. That's not me. That's not me. The truth is, I am wearing olive yeah, green corduroys. I'm kind of I'm hip tonight. I'm not wearing You're my, very hip tonight. I'm not wearing my usual trousers. Because you're single. You might have been seen by somebody yeah. and for once it mattered. Yeah, when I was a... When I was a Jew, I was... It was when you were a Jew? A duo. Oh. Duo with a D. A duo. Not a Jew. That's what separates the scrotch from the middle class. <laughs> but never pronounce the word duo. Duo, not duo. Oh, duo. That's the difference. My parents have got really weird turns of phrase. Like they go... You're going on a tour? Why are you saying tour? Why are you pronouncing it like that? It's a tour. For God's sake. That's very true. You know, I came out of your vagina. Don't embarrass me in that way. <laughs> Bad enough as it is. I think you embarrassed her. You embarrassed her saying really? that. Yeah. Reminded her that she got a vagina. <laughs> I, don't, like... I don't I think there are, there is a certain age where they don't... I happen to know <laughs> that my, my mum filled <laughs> hers in with concrete voluntarily. <laughs> 
dad summed up a company and the cement mixer came round and just filled it up with cement and then he hardened and she went, Oh, that's better. <laughs> hey? What age does that happen? <laughs> I think it automatically happens Again, when you're middle class. New world order. No world order. That should be our new uh, feature. New world order. We've been the idea of features, you know haven't what? we? We just don't yeah. care about them. Someone else does new world order. Pretend this is a feature. Uh, new world order. What's that tune? What is that? It's the news thing. World action. It's something like that. What is that? You know my favourite? You know what that one is? Da, da, da. Nine nine nine. That's a that's a long time ago. It is. You know what I use that? For? I use that in the kitchen. Michael Burke making tea. You, you can use it for everything. Anything you do you on can the skip. job. <laughs> Robbing banks, <laughs> raping kids, making tea. Michael Burke. That's just a typical day in the life of Michael Burke. Bur- 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 <laughs> bur- 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 I woke up in the morning, a Michael Burke woke up, had some tea. Then I looked I in the mirror and I realised, oh fuck, I'm still Michael Burke. <laughs> Bless him. Bless him, indeed. I think Michael Burke did one of those things when they push, like, put a car under water and he has to get out to show what, show what it's like. He had to do that himself. You know what, frankly, if you can get a car... In water, <laughs> you deserve to die. Yeah, like you know what, what are I mean? you doing? Yeah, how did you get it in a river? It might not be your fault. The bridge might collapse. Or something. No, or you might have just not. Right, you might have Unless been it's harmlessly driving drunk, and the next thing you know, you're flying off a cliff, right. getting you fall into your death, and you go, "Oh, it's political correctness gone mad." That's what makes you middle class. Right, unless you <laughs> lived in the 1930s and people didn't know about resonant frequencies. Or <laughs> yeah, you just you 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 just. Uh, Generally, an idiot. Yeah. Right. You, you, you like like a like a, a medical medical idiot. Right, is what I mean. Is, is that a right term? Is that politically what? like a medical idiot? Medical idiot. What do they call those? What are you talking about? Like if you're an idiot, but the doctors have said actually you can't really help it. <laughs> you mean like you in your condition? <laughs> um, no, just mentally mentally impaired or something. I don't know. So, yes, unless you've got... Uh, a spasmo. Uh, I think that's yeah. the proper term. Or there is uh, sort of adverse weather conditions and maybe it was kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Right? The Met Office hadn't warned you 24 hours before. Then, then you, you end up underwater in your car. But generally, if it's just a normal day, like a Wednesday... I know how you get out of a car underwater. You open the window and let the car fill up with water. Yes. Because it has to be the same pressure as outside yeah. if you're going to escape. Yes. Hey. That is very true. Indeed. Um, or, this uh, is Rob's survival guide. If you uh, if you put on the uh, heating... If ever you're caught by the press with um, shit on your hands and uh, somebody else's baby in the next room, um, the best way to escape is just to go in the attic and hide for a bit. <laughs> if you... <laughs> well... <laughs> How are you going to recover from that? <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, I was, go- I was going to make a funny little a little <laughs> physics thing about the idea that if you put the heating on in the car, mm. then it will sort of like, it will clearly, as we all know, hot air rises. No way. The car would float up on top of the water. Really? Does that happen? No. 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 Physics joke. Yeah. Physics joke. <laughs> um, uh, you'll like this one. Um, I've got another joke for you. Uh, Comic Sans walks into a bar. Oh. The, bar- oh. the barman says, we don't serve your type in here. Good. You know that? Yes, yeah, good. Go on, what's the- that's not the punchline. That is. Oh, we don't serve your type in yes. here. What's that joke you did about... Uh... Oh, that was a long one. Do it. I don't know it. Do it. Heart. I only know <clears throat> it when reading it. It was a joke about Sands, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long one about 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 going into court and things. You've Maybe. got to do it now. We've built I can't up do to it. it. I, I don't know. What's it. the joke? Do you want to read it? Oh. it would take me ages to get it up online. It would take you ages to get it up online. Do you want to do it, and I'll film. I will. Well, um, uh, yeah, you film. I'd like it? to see this. Um, <laughs> I only know one song. Oh, go on then. Um, where, uh, where is love? Is that it? I sit and wait. There's an angel. 
She's horrible. Contemplate my fate. Is this Robbie Williams? Stop yes. it. Do another song. And do they know? I won't put up with that. The place is where we go when we're grey and old. This is horrible. But I have been told <laughs> that salvation. Um, I don't know any other songs. You're quite finished. I do apologise. This is kind of what you what you do. Oh, um, this is Chrome. Rob's Rob's using Chrome. Rob got seduced by Chrome when we went to London because the only reason Rob got seduced because it was a shiny poster that was <laughs> that was basically displayed on a plasma screen. I'm over human. and over I'm and over and over. Here we go. Over. I've got the joke. Okay, would you like to read it? Linotype planned a press conference to announce the new monolinear version of Times. A journalist running late arrives after the press conference has started. Fritz, the burly Linotype security guard, blocks his way. They've started already, asks the reporter. That wasn't really a question, was it? They've started already, asks the reporter. That's better. Hi, me as an actor. Um, Sorry, replies the guard. The sands of Times waits for no man. That's appalling. The problem with the joke is there's all too, there's too many details in the in the run up. Yeah. Like why is it important that the the, the security guard is he's called Fritz and he's burly? Why does it matter? Yeah, it's too complicated. You should simplify that. Yeah, maybe simplify. I kind of like that. I think that that sort of um, what kind I mean, of what does a ghost eat? Blueberries. So yeah, so that's a that's proper very joke. Good. I think. Um, you really? know what? Hey, wait. What does a ghost eat? Ice cream. Oh. Yeah. I like that. It's a What's a ghost eat? Right. Pac-Man. <laughs> hmm. It's rubbish. I don't like that one. It's rubbish. What does a ghost eat? My cock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, um... Go on, sorry. What was your nice story? I didn't really have one. <laughs> no, um, I like the idea that it's a joke, but it's got two punchlines, or three, or four even. All of my joke of uh, many punchlines. I like to do them over and over and over and over again. Like Stuart Lee. Exactly like Stuart Lee. Riding on the wave of tedium. If you... Um, ooh, let's play a game. You, oh, won't, you won't like this. Is it I Spy? No. Good. It's comedians. Mm. And uh, Stuart Lee or Richard Herring. Stuart Lee. Yeah, I've got, I've got choose. Yes. And based one on, one what? Based on what? Based on what? Based on what? Kill or Herring. Ooh. Why would you want to kill Herring? I don't want to kill Herring. I'm just saying the great talent is no, obviously Stuart Lee. No, but you didn't even hesitate. No, because I know Stuart Lee. But you just went, kill Herring. <laughs> Without even thinking. Like, like if I'd have just said, who would you like to kill? That's the name you'd have picked out of the air anyway. No, no way. <laughs> no, I love Richard Herring. He's brilliant. He's just one of my favourite comics. Not enough to keep my Herring is in the top five. He's in the top five comedians like for me. Like in your cupboard. Exactly, your like, exactly cupboard. like in my comedy cupboard. But Stuart Lee's number one, man. Who's number two? Maybe Milton Jones, I like him. So I thought you were going to go for Henry or Carrot. Who? Henry or... Henry or Carrot. (laughs) (laughs) They should just combine and become Henry Carrot. (laughs) Lenny Carrot. Lenny Carrot. Lenny, Lenny Carrot. Jasper Henry. Jasper Henry. That sounds... Sounds like... Marks and Spencer's got a kind of own own, uh, clothing range. (laughs) That's very good, yeah. It does sound like Jasper... Conrad, is it? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper Henry. That's Jasper brilliant. Henry. It's a collaboration of both um, of kind of large black men suits and um, <laughs> skinny Dudley men. Um, I'm not sure what. Like, like so you know what? I'm, I'm taking a bit of it, but, but black men have an amazing suit that nobody else can wear. It's a sort of sandy colour, like a kind of light brown. No one white could wear that colour suit. Oh, and look good. We went. We went to. We went to the opening of a Taylor's vagina, and we there was um he was a bit honky. He was bit. a bit of a honky fest. Yeah, and there were lots of. Uh, uh, it, it, it was strange that it was kind of very tall, which I felt uncomfortable with because I'm quite short. But there were lots of tall white men in suits. Tall honky men. They were all bankers because yeah. the the Taylor's is um it's basically in the middle of the financial quarter in London, isn't it? Yeah, it's not far from Liverpool Street. What's it off? It's off Fenchurch, isn't yes. it? Yes, I think it was. But yeah, it was but full there, of honky, there, but honky there, was, there was a sort of a, what you could describe as a servant <laughs> walking around. He was a very yeah. nice gentleman, Indian with, man, wasn't he? Um, yeah, but he had a, a didn't he have a purple velvet suit on? He wasn't a fucking servant. He was a guest. The guy in the purple velvet. Really? Yes. I'm sure he was walking around with more than one glass of champagne. Oh, I he remember just... he gave you some champers because he was just being nice. He wasn't. Oh, is that what it was? He wasn't a caterer. Oh. But it was weird, because I thought you were going to say there was, like, this Indian caterer, because I noticed that. 
The oh. actual caterer was like an Indian guy. Oh, wow. Right. And he was carrying around a little plate of canapes. And I thought, um, I thought, oh, fuck, what, this is sort of awkward because I'm, you know, a rubbish liberal, a <laughs> guilty liberal. <laughs> and I can't stand that. Like, you know when you go to an Indian restaurant and they're very doting and they sort of yeah. um, are very nice to you and they put the, the napkin on your lap and you think, that freaks me out. Too far, man. Get off my lap. Too far, man. That's Get off my lap. <laughs> that's uh, that's Joe Pasquale as Santa Claus in a grotto. Get off my lap, man! Who do you think this is? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody free for all! <laughs> no, I, I don't like... Don't let them put the thing on your lap. I'll do it myself. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what imagine, I usually say. You... I usually go, oh, that's, that's okay, that's okay, I'll do it. Could you imagine them tucking it in your shirt? Could you imagine them taking all the clothes off? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're at 50 minutes. Shall we... Uh, this oh, is well. a rubbish podcast. This is one of the shittest, I think. Well, maybe. Moon. All right, let's leave it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right. Okay, well, then, it's, folks. It's well, been lovely seeing you all again. I, I wish I could say the same, really. I really do. Not you. I wasn't talking about you. No, I know. You're so talking about the podcast people. Really? The listeners, yeah. You're yeah. being nasty to us. I don't like any of them. Why? Bastards. Why? They've got nothing better to do than listen to this rubbish. Go and... Meet somebody or <laughs> something. Go yeah, in. What would you suggest? What could you do in an hour that would be um, more productive than this? Could write a little essay that might change the world. You know, you could. No, uh, that's a bit much because bit that, pompous. What about um, volunteer? Volunteer for an hour. Clean somebody's um, ter- turdy shoes. Yeah. Could clean some. I don't know. <laughs> some hey, people, people get paid a very low wage to clean people's bottoms. <laughs> Have you looked into this? Really couldn't do it. Uh, hey, hey, talking about liberal guilt, um, I was in um, Liberty Newark Airport in New York, and they Ooh. have, like, shoe cleaning stations, and I just bought these amazing new shoes. <laughs> and I got up, and it's, like, this most really delightful sort of um, elderly black New York man. And he goes, I just felt really awkward having this guy clean my shoes. Isn't, like, cleaning your shoes kind of the most, you know, yeah. dig- least dignifying kind of thing? clean my shoes while I'm still wearing them. Is that pretty bad? I think that's awful. You should have tapped him on the head exactly three times. (laughs) Oh, my God! There's like a little warning that you're about to ejaculate. Is that what you mean? A little bit, no, I mean a little (laughs) bit of a thank you. Well done, mister. (laughs) Tap, 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 that's no good. I gave him a very big tip, though. (laughs) No, not like that. Lucky, lucky man. (laughs) Well, like him is to clean some shoes. Don't do that voice. That's what all. Voice was that? that was a generic was... foreign voice. <laughs> it was a generic foreign <laughs> voice. Hello. Anyway, this has been um, Ringham and Godzilla's Racist Alphabites. It wasn't racist. It was a bit racist. Okay. <laughs> Good night. Bye.